What's up, guys, gals, and pals? I'm Katie. I'm Nicole. And this is Double Waved Yellows, an F1 podcast. And for the fifth time since we have begun this podcast, I'm sick mm. because of my lovely little kindergartners who are mm-hmm. disgusting. Yeah. We're also back. Racing's back. What a joy. Yes. What a joy. Thank goodness. Heavy sarcasm coming from me. I'm not sure <laughs> from you, but I'm happy um, that it's back. I I wish I wish Charles was in it. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Yeah. I wish a lot of people were in it, to be honest. It's getting yeah. boring now. Yeah. Um which yeah, going into this weekend with all those penalties, I didn't think that the result would be we had a great like two so laps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then that was it. Yeah. Okay. Um didn't feel like a break to me though probably because I was watching so many like f2 races you're like full on f2 now huh yeah and I truly this weekend I was like that's what matters right (laughs) (laughs) I forgot that there was f1 um I don't know what happened in the feature race today um I'll talk about I'll I'll do a little recap of f3 and f2 after news just okay to keep that up so I don't ever have to do (laughs) like I guess there's only like three and four races left but still yeah so I don't have a lot of news but um F1 CEO Stefano what do you mean you don't have a lot of news I don't have a lot of news was there, there was so news? much news then you could contribute okay. I didn't write I think I saw a lot but I didn't write a lot down because it's like I'll remember that and I don't but yeah I uh, didn't write anything but I took lots of screenshots so I'm just gonna be going through my pictures okay uh, we will no longer race in Russia. Cool. Yes. Which I'm, that just feels like something that we're going to have to go back on in a few years. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it just, it seems like a statement that shouldn't have been made. Mm-hmm. It could have been like, yeah, we're not going back to Russia for a while. Fine. But yeah. like saying we're never going back to Russia. Do you really think like, if we, uh, yeah. Yeah, he said like there's no place in F1 for Russia and there never should have been. It seems like a like a blank, like a wide blanket statement. Yeah. I don't know. Uh and spa will be on the calendar next year. Woohoo. Here's the thing. Do I ever want spa to be removed from the calendar? No. Do I ever enjoy spa? No. Except for when <laughs> Charles was. <laughs> it's but that beautiful. was also really sad. Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I would love to go. Yeah. Just, it's just, it's gorgeous. Yeah, let's do that. And it's classic. Yeah. Like, so. how has Monaco still not been announced? I'm angry. True. Uh, Wasn't it? <sighs> was it? I don't know. I don't think it was. Um, That's all I had. I mean, there's like back and forth things people said, but I figured I'd get into that as we go. Okay. But if you know of any like oh Daniel <laughs> well yeah I, I, didn't I, was gonna write like, I was gonna go chronologically throughout the week okay you can go that was one thing I didn't write down because I thought I'd remember but I didn't so well you did barely um, you talked about it we got an announcement that Giovinazzi would be driving an FP1 for this weekend oh and yeah then that made everyone's little signals go off like oh is he gonna be in the Haas next season Oh, I quite literally didn't think of that at all. 
oh so many people were thinking about it especially because Gunter apparently hates Mick and I'm now convinced that Haas is sabotaging him <laughs> like Alfa Romeo sabotaged Tony G yeah I don't know I just I really think they're sabotaging him no he's had such a bad like FE season true but he, is he still is he still in the Ferrari driver academy I don't think so Mick no Tony G oh yeah I'm not sure I don't think he is and I but think he, I guess Mick he's Italian out of the FDA yeah that still doesn't make sense to me but it it, it does seem to be trending that way yeah uh also Liam Lawson drove for Alpha Tauri in FP1 mm-hmm. and uh oh we got the Audi announcement that they would right. take over majority stake of 75% of Sauber F1 team. And Alfa Romeo announced that they were ending their relationship with Sauber. Uh, yeah, after next season. Um, rumors about Giovinazzi and Hulkenberg going Gross. to Haas. Gross. Uh, and then there were rumors about Ricardo going to Haas. I can see not that he'd uh, want to, but yeah. Let's see. Um, I almost see that being the best place for him to go. In some ways, I agree. And I also feel like, okay, so I guess we can talk about it now. McLaren announced that Ricardo won't be driving for them uh-huh. next season, which we all knew was coming. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was still like one of those things where it's like you wake up and you see that and you're like, oh. And it's still sad. Mm-hmm. What uh, happens? So Otmar has been talking a lot. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I am on Law's side, right? But he needs yes. to chill. Okay. I might not have the exact quote. But he talked about how um, if, like, he strongly still believes that Oscar can only drive for Alpine based on their contract and stuff. And he said if they decide that his license is only valid for Alpine and then he says he doesn't want to drive for Alpine, then they will take it to the high court. Um, and then that's when we talk about, like, damages and remedies. So it's, like, he still way strongly believes it. And McLaren now doesn't have Daniels next year. So if... Oscar is somehow forced to drive for Alpine, which seems bad for them. Yeah, why would you want a driver who doesn't want to be there? Yeah. And then McLaren now only have Lando. Yeah. It's just the timing of it seems whack. And they still haven't announced Oscar, my guess is because there's still all these issues. I think they're waiting for tomorrow because tomorrow there's some sort of hearing. Oh, fine. Um, I don't know like the specifics. I think they're hoping that things will be settled after tomorrow. So then I'm assuming that then we would get news about Oscar at McLaren. And it still just doesn't make sense to me why all of this is for Oscar. Yeah. Guy hasn't driven an F1 ever. Yeah. I thought it was interesting after all of this, he wasn't at the race this weekend and he's been at every single dang race. so wild and like what what would be like a win for mclaren next year oscar beating lando 
I That's guess, or at least him being close to Lando. Closer? Not having a also, hoss ahead of Ricardo? Not having a hoss ahead of your second driver? Mm-hmm. So Lando said a lot of stuff. Yeah, I had his thing. And it just comes off as, like, immature to me. Yeah, but he and said annoying. similar things, like, last season, even oh, about I know. Daniel struggling. So I'm just like... His opinion just... hasn't changed. It's just still, like, single-minded and immature. Yeah. I saw someone like kind of trying to take the side of Lando and basically just emphasizing the fact that like it is a business and I mean a it's a business b yeah you're a team but you're also you're driving for you ultimately like you want to do best and so you can't you can be sad for someone but you can't be like overly sad for them you know but he's saying he's not like that's I I get everyone that was sympathizing him and stuff all his fans were saying that and I get that but it's also like you're a human being and I I have his whole like statement he said I'm not a driver coach I'm not here to help and do those kind of things I'm here to perform at my absolute best and that's about it we know that everybody knows that we know that it's difficult though when people start to have an expectation that it's my job to also just start doing these other things and helping and just describing this and doing that when that's not really the case so I guess he feels like people are feel like he should be helping Daniel Mm -hmm. which I don't know I don't feel that way I just I don't feel that way I think his statement he he then went on to explain that the reason for his blunt take is that every driver is required to adapt and he feels it is overlooked that he has had to do that at McLaren as well so I think Mm -hmm. he feels like people are saying the McLaren was built for him that's why he's so good and now he's getting defensive yeah and saying no 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 I'm just that good and I don't feel bad for Dan. <laughs> Get him out of here. And it's annoying that he's turning it back on himself. Yeah. To um, me. And that's where the immaturity comes in my head. Yeah. What was interesting to me, though, was like the timing of all this, because this was what, Wednesday, I think. And on that same day, like a Beyond the Grid podcast came out and it was an interview with Lando. I think it was recorded after Hungary and he was explaining he was talking about like the difference between him and Daniel and how coming into the season, like the car doesn't suit either of them. Mm-hmm. And ultimately they can make as many suggestions as they want to make it suit themselves, but the team isn't necessarily going to make it suit one or the other. The team is going to do whatever they can just to make the car fast. Mm-hmm. And so, and he said, the car doesn't suit him. The car doesn't suit Daniel. It still doesn't suit either of them. They're just having to adapt to a car that's really hard to drive, just hoping it gets faster. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just wish, get kind of like the complete opposite with Seb. Yeah. Where he was like, obviously, like, this is our job and we, it's hard to have sympathy for any F1 driver, but I feel bad for Daniel. Mm-hmm. I think it's way, just a he, he said, yeah, he feels like McLaren's let him down, which yeah. they have. I mean, regardless of performance, they've <laughs> quite literally just tossed Thrown him to the aside. curb. Yeah. And like last season. Yeah. It's not new. Like the almost the entire time he's been there, it's been rough. It's get, like similar, like Pierre Red Bull vibes, just yeah. not nurturing. Or, yeah. Which, yeah, it's a business. They don't have to coddle him, but it's also you need your driver yeah you need to extract the best out of your driver and you're not going to do that if you're causing him emotional distress yeah yeah um interestingly 
people noticed on Wednesday, which was when the Daniel news was announced, that uh, McLaren took off all of their, any of their mentions about signing Alex Pillow. Oh, I did see that. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was so I'm like, like, please announcing. Also, we found out that McLaren basically offered Daniel a pity seat in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. So that's also I could right. totally see him in IndyCar or NASCAR, yeah. but on his own terms because he yeah, loves yeah. America. So I can so see it, but it's got to be like, okay, I've decided I'm done with F1. Now I'm gonna go do this. Yes. Not. I'm being kicked out of my team, and so I'm going to go do this. Danny would thrive in IndyCar. Send him, send oh, yeah. him to Andretti. Yeah, he would do great. Yeah, but he, yeah, he's also said that F1 is his um, like priority and main aspiration, and yeah. that he is willing to take a year off if a seat doesn't like suit him. Yeah, because he said he also wants to get back to winning. Yeah, but my guy. His options are just getting slimmer and worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't see, there's no top team that would offer him a seat Mm-mm. straight out of the way, you know? I wonder how much he regrets leaving Red Bull or if he's fine with having left Red Bull, seeing where Max is now. They would have probably dropped him within a year anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Probably. With their driver program, True. they probably would have switched him for Pierre, and then maybe Pierre would have had another year at Alpha Tauri, and we'd be and living in a Max Pierre world. But we're not. Yeah, definitely possible. <sighs> anyway, did you have any more news? Um, I saw something about Formula One considering holding a potential street race in Nice in twenty four. What? <laughs> but yeah, Monaco. It's like yeah, 20 minutes away from Monaco. I guess Monaco hasn't been announced, but true. Uh, what if they went long... from Monaco to Nice? <laughs> Maybe. That would be fun. Yeah. Um, Alonzo wants to see out Martin Aston Martin's five-year plan to fight for championships. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? He's going to be what? 46 47 if he like actually goes through with that yes oh man it's just fernando and lance for the rest of our lives oh um also did you hear about the fact that alonzo revealed and he like told multiple sources that he told everyone like all the executives and stuff at alpine about his decision to leave everyone (laughs) except otmar he didn't tell him I love Fred. <laughs> he is just he's something else. He is his own entity. Same with Kimi. I saw something about Kimi earlier this week and I was just like, they're just their own person. They don't <laughs> care what anybody thinks. I love Fernando. Um, <sighs> we need a new award that's just like who is the pettiest bitch. <gasps> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, okay. So there's lots of rumors about basically Gunter being tired of Mick for some reason. I don't understand why, but basically he wants to get rid of Mick. And that's why I think he's sabotaging Mick. Anyways, um, 
there's talks of Mick going to Alpine. There's talks of Mick going to Alpha Tauri. Over the weekend, there started to be rumors about Pierre going to Alpine and Colton Herda going to Alpha Tauri, which I was just where like, where did he come where from? Did this come from? Why is Alpha Tauri looking for some? Oh, because of Pierre. But still. Yeah. Okay. Here's what I heard. It was like some sort of weird thing where like, uh, I think it was like Helmet Marco said that they wouldn't let Gasly go somewhere else unless they could get Herda or something along those lines that's another weird one to me like why does everyone want colton herda i i'd rather have oscar oscar or not he, oscar colton than herda pato oh pato i love him yeah that oh. feels more fitting alex is gonna be free from red bull next season okay that's exciting oh for Just like because right now he's still part of their academy maybe i'll suddenly like (laughs) doubt it uh oh daniel said he's not going to make his decision until after the triple header oh okay i don't know why but like in my mind i was like i feel like he probably already has something lined up and it's just not been announced yet but i guess not yeah oh and did you see the picture of omar coming out of the mclaren Oh, no, but I heard about it. So that thing from Daniel makes me think that he doesn't have anything and he's waiting until after the triple header to say he's going to like take time off or decide if he wants to maybe take a lesser seat. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. The thing that's happening tomorrow. Okay. It says the case of Oscar Piastri will be discussed at the contract recognition board on Monday. If he is allowed to sweep switch to alpine or if he's allowed to switch to mclaren alpine considers suing the driver for the costs of his development program Mm -hmm. and that would be somewhere around five to ten million Mm -hmm. so yeah they'd have to figure that out um yeah after yeah uh oh i just came across a screenshot and it's or yeah so it says wait Omar just exited McLaren and then right after shook hands with your favorite Paul DeResta <gasps> I smell conspiracy wait and then someone <laughs> they're like don't fight it just accept it you can't see it I'm not fighting it I want it more than I want life you need itself. to like become friends with this guy because he always is tweeting about PBR here's the thing with the whole Mick conspiracy theory that oh, I have we're back we're back yes like he wants to get rid of Mick or so it seems mm-hmm. and I'm sure had all of what's happening in Russia not gone down he would have been fine keeping Mazepin but and he I has way more money that. I know I just hate the thought of it I don't know I'm obviously massively pushing for Felipe Drogovich and there's lots of rumors that he's going to IndyCar and I just refuse to listen but if he does, I'm 100% IndyCar. <laughs> Are you going to go? F1 hurts me. To Laguna Seca? I still don't know. Hang on. But, okay. okay. <laughs> Felipe Drogovic has Brazil. Like, he's got all of Brazil's money. And I think yeah. if Mick leaves, Haas is, like, a solid choice. Because there's no other Ferrari junior. True. But I need, 
Gunther to not call Nico or Tony G and just take Philippe. I sincerely hope it's neither of them. Like Daniel, I can I can Ooh. I can deal with that. Yeah, I forgot about Daniel. Dang it. Daniel, <laughs> just take a year off. I'm sorry. <laughs> just just go back to Australia. Have a good time and then come back. Oh, you just I don't think he would go. Well, he'd probably go to Australia some of the time, but I feel like he'd be here in the States a lot. <sighs> Maybe. Um, I think that's all I have for news. There was a lot of it. Okay. I have so, nothing for practice sessions. I didn't watch practice <laughs> because I was up all night watching Formula 2 and Formula uh, 3. Yeah, I so. watched, I think I watched FP1, but I was like half asleep because it was five in the morning and I woke up early and so it's like, oh, I'll just put it on, but I wasn't paying much attention. Okay. Formula 3. Quick recap. Uh, I didn't watch qualifying because I never do because they're boring, but I think it was it was definitely wet for F2 qualifying. So I think it might have been wet for F3. None mm. of the top four in the driving driver championship qualified higher than 20th. So huh. Isaac Kajar, Victor Martins, Jack Crawford, and Arthur Leclerc all were 20 or below. Arthur was the highest with 20th. And then Oliver Behrman, who was fifth in the championship qualified i think fifth so huge point haul this points haul this weekend for ollie um a sprint race oliver started oliver i think he goes by ollie started eighth and um he ended up winning the sprint race so he got 10 points right off the bat nice. which already brought him like straight up into contention for the championship i think he was a couple points behind arthur at that point arthur went from 20th to fifth or dang to fifth yeah dang. he he has such like terrible qualifying pace but when it comes to race pace he's always like fantastic huh. so he he might have been the only one to score Isaac Kajar came in ninth, so he scored two points. Okay. Um, so he Arthur was looking pretty good after that. It was good um, damage limitation. Mm-hmm. The feature race. We're all... I can't hear you anymore. I accidentally muted myself. Okay. <laughs> the feature race where all the big points are. Um, Ollie got third which is 15 points so he uh-huh. just soared up those standings arthur got 11th he was so close to points yeah and then uh victor martins retired early in the oh. race who used to be leading the championship yeah and isaac kajar finished 14th out of the points um so now the standings are isaac kajar is still leading with 106 points Oliver Behrman, 105 points. Came out Dang. of nowhere. Yeah. Um, Victor Martins, 104. Arthur Leclerc, 101. They're all so close. And then yeah. Roman Stanek, also a driver that came out of nowhere. He um, got a double podium. He got second on both races. Oh. And now he has 96 points. And Jack Crawford has 80. So Formula 3 race, getting spicy. It's going to be crazy. There's two more races. They're in Zandvoort next week. And then Monza, they finish. Are you going to be sad? No more Arthur to watch for a while? 
I don't know. I need sleep. And he also <laughs> hurts me. So. <laughs> um, Formula two. Who got pull? Who? I don't Oh, Felipe. Felipe Drogovic. Yay. Uh, by like six tenths. Um, it was a wet qualifying. Okay. He did great. Actually, he might have. It might have been three tenths in the end because Ilasa. Someone came up, but it was a lot. It was good. He did great. Sprint race. I don't know who had reverse pole. I don't. Uh, I watched the sprint race kind of. I'm trying to think. I know the guy who has the neck issues was second. Uh, Boshan? Yeah. I don't remember who started first, though. Anyway. Um, yeah, it was a race. <laughs> oh, there was a late safety car, and a couple, a lot of the drivers dove into the pits um, to change because it's at the sprint race, there's not a requirement for a pit stop. But Felipe and a bunch of other drivers, everyone behind him, went into the pits for new soft tires. And um, right before the restart, his engineer came on and was like, you guys, you should be like four seconds faster than everyone. And I was like, oh, whoa, wasn't quite that much because he had to go through traffic, but he did. Uh-huh. He came out, he was sixth when he went in to change tires and he came out 12th. He finished fourth fourth that's solid ahead of teo pocher which is what yeah mattered who finished sixth yes so he got two two points got it two points more and then he got two points for a pole so he'd gained four points on teo at that point um and then for the future race oh who won that race Liam Lawson. Yeah. And Jack Doohan. And then Ralph Beauchamp was third. Um, feature race. Felipe Dragovic had pole. He had a great start. Um, the undercut was massive in Spa. Massive. Oh, okay. um, so Jack Doohan, who was in second, pitted before Felipe Dragovic came out like pretty like like solidly ahead of him when Felipe came in the next lap and then Dewan also just had probably better pace because before they were pitting he was like putting pressure on him so Dewan ended up winning Felipe got second Teo Porcher had to retire he just had like a weird power failure so he scored no points Felipe scored 18 if he won the point difference would have been 50 points dang now it's 43 still solid yeah like and it was 20 coming in uh-huh. to this weekend so <sighs> come on <laughs> someone from f1 please and uh that's the that jack won felipe got second and liam lawson got third so another du- a double podium for him yep they have three more races left Sandvort next week, Monza after that, and then they finish in Abu Dhabi. In like 8,000 years? <laughs> yeah. 
we went into qualifying knowing that six drivers were going to be starting from the back of the grid. It was, who was it? It was Botas, Max, Charles, Lando, Ocon. Uh, Max. I said him. You did? Charles, Max, Lando, Ocon, and Mick. Oh, yeah, Mick. I forgot about Mick. How could I forget about Mick? <laughs> um, yeah, and Botas was so they all the rest of them all had back of the grid penalties well whereas botos had like a 30 place grid grid penalty one of them didn't one of them had a weird complicated set of penalties oh charles what was his so he i forgot what they took originally i think it was the mguk and something else uh like fp1 which was 10 places and the rule said that anyone who receives 15 gets a back of the grid start more than 15 or something and he hadn't so the rule can be is interpreted to mean that one penalty of 15 they don't aggregate so ferrari changed different components in different um sessions so he had like a 10 place grid penalty and then a five place grid penalty and so he was going to finish or go into qualifying and he would get his penalties and he would start ahead of all those back of the grid guys which is what i knew when i set my predictions by the way so i was a little misled (laughs) well for your predictions i put that you said verstappen because you did you said right but but that's why i put charles ahead of max in my but it doesn't matter i probably would have done that anyway because i just (laughs) had hope but um and then they the teams were like no that doesn't seem fair fix it and mm-hmm. the FIA were like okay we'll look into it and they said that yeah they would aggregate but it was a precedent it's never happened before which seems weird uh-huh that that's never happened before um yeah Ferrari tried to do something and they were like no yeah which I don't know I think that maybe they should have let him do it and then be like next time don't do that yeah it could go kind of either way right. So yeah, then they all got the back of the grid start. Yeah. <laughs> Aside from Botas. Yeah. Who qualified 20th and started, what, like 13th? Because, well, yeah. Logic. Ma- well, yeah. Okay. Do we need to talk about qualifying? It was chaotic. I'm, I wouldn't even know where to start, honestly. And it was kind of boring. Uh, my favorite part about qualifying was that Gunter had been talking about how K-Mag would surely be in Q2 and it didn't matter where Mick would finish because he was going to be starting at the back of the grid anyways. And K-Mag didn't get out of Q3 or Q1 and Mick did go into Q2. So I was just kind of like, ha. And I think they were interviewing him. I was watching like the F1 TV stream yeah. this week weekend rather than Sky. Why? And Paul DeResta huh? was there. I know it was just we kept forgetting to record it and so and we weren't watching live so we just watched on f1 tv later and yeah, but you can reason, change to the international I know I don't know my dad doesn't like crofty but Paul the rest <laughs> I know um he barely spoke it was disappointing <laughs> um but I think Gunter was like on the camera mm. when it happened and he like just like has his head in his hands and I'm just like sitting there and I'm just like ha 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 
in your face ha yeah Yeah, the only other thing was there's a lot of like strips strips strip streams (laughs) slip streams um drivers giving their teammates a toe because they were getting a penalty yeah man famously ferrari in q3 (laughs) which i might have worked i'm not sure with carlos but also (laughs) there was a little issue with the tires which apparently wasn't an issue it was just um they ended up saying that it wasn't a mistake they just changed it last minute and then just didn't tell his engineer or charles so he said i think they were going to do used tires and set one time and then they did um new tires yeah yeah so he was like wait why are they new and he was like it's a mistake (laughs) but it wasn't okay or that's just what they're telling us because they're like crap we can't have them thinking that we're such a mess it's too late (laughs) so who knows about that but it it probably good because he i don't know how much he was ahead of ocon but he was like barely at focon right uh yeah i think yeah and then the red bulls were just fast yeah well one of them (laughs) yeah okay race do you have the do you starting want the... grid? Because I have no idea. No, they just that's we don't need the nonsensical okay. qualifying. The, the starting grid, including penalties after qualifying, like because there was stuff that happened in the morning, but right. What we knew as of Saturday. Signs first, Perez second, Alonzo third, Hamilton fourth, Russell fifth, Albon sixth, Ricardo seventh. Gasly 8th, Stroll 9th, Vettel 10th, Latifi 11th, Magnuson 12th, Sunoda 13th, Botas 14th, Verstappen 15th, Leclerc 16th, Ocon 17th, Norris 18th, Joe 19th, Schumacher 20th. But then it was what even happened? They decided Sunoda was going to start from the pit lane. So then everyone got to scooch up one. Mm hmm. And then later on, Gasly was going to start from the pit lane as well, but they didn't scooch up one because that wasn't like part of their final classification. Yeah. Weird situation. It's just an empty grid spot, right? Yeah. But essentially they're like kind of up one, not position on the grid wise, but number of people wise. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you saw what I sent you, but Charles found out that he was starting 15th and not 16th from in an interview. Oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Pre-grid, he was like, they were like, you're starting 15th. Uh, they have a hard job for that of you. And he's like, I'm starting 16th. And they're like, Yuki has a pit lane start. And he's like, oh. <laughs> uh, why? <laughs> I just tried to take a drink of water with the cap on it, which feels like a Ferrari thing. I don't know. That, that, it feels like what Charles just went through. Oh my God. I was thinking after the race, I was like, how do I feel? And I feel like I had the perfect scenario. You know, like when you're care- like it's a birthday or something and you have a cake uh-huh. on a cake plate yep. and you're like, happy birthday. And then it just slides off. Uh-huh. That's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a cake on the ground. <laughs> you tried so hard and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So start of the race. We had a fun couple laps first yeah the first two laps were pretty wild oh 
sorry, science was on softs. The next 10 were on mediums. Yes. Botas, Verstappen, and Leclerc were on softs. Yes. Which surprised me because I just, I don't know why Ferrari won't split strategy. Yeah. Because they can barely handle one. I think that's it. Okay. I, that, that's the only logical explanation for me. Uh, the race started. Mm-hmm. Carlos got a good start. Alonzo moved his way to second. Uh, by like turn one, I was pretty confident that I saw Max up in like ninth already. And then Hamilton and Alonso had contact. Uh, uh, Checo had a terrible start. He dropped to fifth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lewis tried to pass Alonso, closing the door on the ants outside, and then Fernando hit Lewis from behind, and then he went. Whoop. Yeah. How did, did you feel find? about that? Um. I don't think it's Fernando's fault. I, I'm shocked that Hamilton doesn't have some sort of penalty for the next race, honestly. Oh, because of what he tried to do. I was shocked that they, he was dri- like, he went airborne and then they kept driving. And I was yeah. like, how? <laughs> I was not- shocked about that too. No, but my like dad, nothing. my dad was on one. He was so upset. He was like freaking Hamilton. Oh. I haven't said it on here. I got my Mercedes prize finally. Oh, right. Um, we have a video. Like, I have to figure it out, but we're going to post yeah. it. It's a Lego thingy. I got like, it's basically like the safety car and an F1 car, uh, a lanyard, a hat, and then driver cards that are signed. And my dad was like, I think you should tear up the Hamilton card and throw <laughs> it away. He's a nobody in my book. Just pay, cut out a picture of Fernando's head and put it on Lewis's. <laughs> pretend that it's signed by fernando okay there is a whole lewis alonzo thing that i think i will get into yes please do it's my favorite favorite (laughs) thing so on the radio first of all i thought alonzo's radio was i mean he had a mega start but this guy only knows how to drive and start in first but apparently it was i mean we had a mega start oh I think it's a way funnier if he said, I mean, I mean, he didn't had a mega star. Like, yeah. <laughs> having that conversation mid-drive, I think that's hilarious, but apparently yeah. not the case. In my head, it'll always be that. Yes. Um, I like that. This reasoning. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, I get it. Like, but... He got a great start. <laughs> so cool for him, but you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah um okay then lewis had his interview and he was like uh i was mad at first but then i saw it and yeah it was my fault i shouldn't have done that um and then he was asked to like respond to what fernando said and he said i don't really have a response to it i know that how how things feel in the heat of the moment but it's nice to know how he feels about me (laughs) it's better than it's out in the open and he feels it's better that it's out in the open how he feels and like i said it wasn't intentional and i take responsibility for it that's what adults do i like the that's what adults do part i like that it's nice to know how he feels about me and it's out in the open yeah he like started a world war (laughs) yeah 2008 because of how he felt about you i don't how is this new 2007 um like lewis you should know how fernando feels about you 
yeah this is but true. also like i don't think alonzo was wrong for saying what he did i agree and it just feels super weird for lewis to react that way i agree i felt like lewis's reaction i don't know it didn't quite feel right to me mm-hmm. his reaction to what fernando said i'm like He's in the heat of the moment. He's going to say you're an idiot and that you only know how to start in first because that's what you've done for so much of your career. Like, I get it. Yeah. I think he was just really, like, hurt and disappointed because there were, I forgot who said it, but someone said that he had been, he'd, like, stayed forever the night before trying to figure out how to win. And then he stayed up till midnight, stayed at the track. And then he was out in the first lap. And so he was just, like, uh that work for nothing yeah fernando's reminding me of when i used to win and i'm upset about it it hurt my feelings but um lewis wins pettiest bitch for me (laughs) (laughs) for sure for sure okay um lewis had damage and had to stop on track i thought maybe the virtual safety car yeah but then then, lap two mm -hmm. nikki lost it and hit the gravel and then went spinning across the track and Botas had to avoid and ended up beached Mm -hmm. full safety car yeah also Checo was somehow in second again I guess because Lewis and Fernando were ahead of him and then did all that stuff yeah George though he must have gotten past George on his own yeah um oh so we had a full safety car and then they're like tootling around slowly and the Leclerc says that he thinks there's some smoke from the front right. So he went to pit and it was a tear off, they told him afterwards. From f- Max. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, it's one of those things where it just like, <laughs> it sounds like it, it could not have been purposeful at no. all. <laughs> but like, it just sounds like something that Red Bull would do on purpose. Mm-hmm. Charles but, even laughed about it. Yeah. He's like, I think it was from Max. And Carlos yeah. was like, it was from Max. And he was like, yeah. Yeah. It was so not intentional, but it just, um, it's just kind of like the cherry on, on top. It's like your I, team sucks. And then your top rival, their tear off gets stuck and screws you or your whole race. Yeah. I um, I was, I had just checked to see the positions and Max was in eighth, Charles was in ninth, and I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> then his radio comes on, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I couldn't understand him, but then I, I thought he was saying there's something wrong with his tire. I thought, oh, I thought he said something. I don't remember if it was this race or a different race. I heard something about French fries at some point during this race. Okay. And I was like, French fries or smoking French fries or something. Mm-hmm. So. yeah so he came into the pits and took his softs off and put mediums on and then he said um to I, to like be be sure we're one stopping now and they uh, were like yeah it's like okay i don't know if that meant we had one more stop because i don't see any um, world where he could have finished on the mediums yeah, yeah. But he he was like, this is what we're doing, right? And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my mom watched this race with me. Uh-huh. And she, she went. Did you watch it live or later? I watched it live. Okay. She said, why is that car funny? What car? It was the safety car. Oh. 
<laughs> just because it wasn't yeah it didn't look like an f1 car it's like why is that car that way <laughs> um okay restart carlos locked up but it was fine it just ruined everyone else's lives yeah it was such a weird restart because mm-hmm. yeah he had to he went he accelerated and then he had to decelerate and then accelerate again which is technically against the rules but um i think because of the lockup they were like it's fine but it, uh-huh. it made everyone else stop and then people were almost losing positions it ended up working out fine but it was kind of weird yeah I'm like, okay this is like a few laps later and my dad's still raging mm-hmm. and he's like they need to penalize hamilton next race that was egregious there was no give and take on that uh and then they showed Lewis walking back to the paddock or whatever. And my dad was like, yeah, I wouldn't pick you up on the side of the road either, buddy. Seriously. He's better than that. Remember when he, in Spain, when he was like, should we just come in? Yeah. Like, should we just quit? That was weird. It was so bizarre. Okay. Uh, Ferrari told, oh, I'll like around lap 10 because I had the experience of F2 and I was like the undercut is huge Ferrari please don't react this time just bring Carlos in first Uh and lap 10 I was like screaming to box Carlos they ended up they did bring him in first and I was like cool at least we have that like it probably won't help anyway because Max is just fast fast but yeah at least I have that so I was happy about that. Ferrari also told Charles that Deg was higher than expected for everyone. Yeah. There was a lot of complaining about Deg at the beginning of the race. Mm-hmm. I was, okay. So the lap after Carlos pitted, I was surprised to see that Max didn't come in, but um, just, they were just so fast. Yeah. Just like I don't care. I'm my tires are old, but I'm still going faster than those losers. Yeah. Just I'll just stay out. Uh lap six, Albon passed Daniel, like on pure pace, which just feels wrong to have a Williams passing a McLaren. Mm-hmm. But that McLaren is just it's not good. I don't know what they they got these regulations wrong so far yeah which I just don't care about McLaren anymore last year I had to care now I'm just like (laughs) by lap eight Max was already in third uh and then Max eventually passed Checo and because Carlos had pitted uh Max was then in the lead by lap 12. He yeah. started 14th. He's insane. He's not See, real. I don't, I'm not that impressive to me. Like, it's not like he started 20th. He started 14th. It's not anything Lewis didn't do. He's yeah, in a faster but... car. It's spa. Like, it's it's good. Yeah. Max is great. It's just not anything. If Fernando did it, I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. If Lando it's did just, it, I'd be like, still damn. just if like. George did it, I'd be like, whoa, snap. <laughs> But it's Max in the Red Bull. Yeah. In Spa. Yeah. But it's just, I feel like it shows his and the car's dominance yeah. are just off the charts right now. But we've been knowing that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's a good chance he was going to win. I just, I didn't think that he was going to be in first by lap 12, though. Yeah. 
I just, yeah, smells quick. Okay. So we had a bunch of pit stops. Yes. Daniel Ocon, George Lando, different laps, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Checo came in on lap 15. He was on mediums. Max was on softs. Checo came in before Max. Yes. And he went medium, medium, which meant he was committing to another stop. Yes. And he had come out third just ahead of Charles. Correct. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. And I was like, it feels really weird that these two are on the same team and one is on the mediums and one's on the softs and the guy on the softs hasn't, hasn't, uh, what's the word, pitted yet. Yeah. And that, and at that point, I was praying for a blowout. Sorry, because he he was like, "I'm not coming in yet. I'm just gonna stay out." I was like, "Biden, Max, like, <laughs> blow up." Anyway, lap 16, Max does finally come into the pit. So it was only one lap later, and he came out second, four and a half seconds behind Carlos. So yep. he did lose time, but he, now he's on new tires, and he's also just fast, fast yep so we knew that wasn't gonna last very long yeah surprisingly george got past charles really quickly and then charles started because he had obviously pit like on the second lap for his mediums and his tires Uh made it through his field because he was last and then his tires started to go yeah lap 17 they told leclerc that they were on plan d already and my dad was like let's just turn the tv off I think I said, I said plan D do whatever the f- you want we don't care we don't know we don't care yeah literally making this up as we go uh better than plan E though plan I, I expl- suppose exploding engine yeah yeah uh <laughs> by lap 18 suddenly Max was in a sec within a second behind Carlos and then yeah. he just passed him. Yep. Jack Doolin is in the Alpine garage. Sorry, you can he, finish. He was already lap. like a second ahead by the end of the lap. 1.8 seconds, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It just bye. wasn't even close. It wasn't even fair. Okay, bye, Max. Jack Doolin was in the Alpine garage, much to my dismay. Just give Felipe a seat. Like, why did Jack have to do good this weekend? Well, it would have been him anyways. Yeah, but they would have maybe considered um, taking another year or something. True, yeah. Where my, now they might be thinking about promoting him early. He's a rookie. Yeah. yeah. How he old was, is he? He's probably babyish. He was um runner-up in F3 last year. Okay. I didn't know he had a famous dad. He's 19. Okay. He's too young. Give him some time. Just give give him some time. He and his dad look a lot alike. Like they both just have like buzz cuts. I I, I don't feel like he should be Australian. What do you feel like he should be? Um, <laughs> English. <laughs> Maybe not in English. He doesn't. Not that he looks a certain way. I just don't think his voice matches his body. Okay. <laughs> and I can't explain it. Um. Ferrari started asking Charles questions. <laughs> Charles is like, why are you asking me these questions? Yeah. He wanted to stay out because they asked him if he wanted to come in because he was comfortably fifth at that point. If they want, he wanted to come in and get new tires. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's and he, they were like, you'd come out tenth or something. He's like, why would I? Why would I want to come in? And he's like, well, we're yeah. just checking. And he's like, no, I want to stay out. Yeah, which is different because usually Charles wants to get new tires. Uh, but he's like that hasn't worked for me lately so yeah let's do something different yeah um ferrari clearly trying to uh, improve their communication yes or they just finally realized that their strategists suck and they need to ask for more advice but the drivers don't know what's going on I know. so it's just bad stuff yeah uh checo passed carlos i don't know when or how because i was making cereal it was lap 21 okay <laughs> okay uh i said lap 22 kind of boring now and then i had just had oh, yeah, a that list was like the that was the first lap that i didn't have any notes for <laughs> i had a list of just thoughts okay uh, i said i wish lewis was here probably don't have the yeah. same thought oh maybe you did just to like no i did change it up you know yeah, it was good. It was boring. Uh, remember when Ferrari said they had to sacrifice qualifying pace for race pace? What what happened there? Uh, and then I just said, give me Paul DeResta with three exclamation points. And then I said, I have decided to follow Felipe Drugovich wherever he goes. I go. So next note is lap 26. Yep. Sounds about right. It's where Carlos and I'm went. guessing it was a bunch of pits yeah carlos yep. specifically he went into the pits and he went medium to hards and then i said it's a double stack yeah <laughs> i it thought it would like be a worse. double stack but it no was... there was some space between them yeah. and charles went on the mediums and i was like okay you just put carlos on the hards charles is on the mediums we'll pretend like that makes sense <laughs> and then i said my reasoning at the moment is that he has more cars to get through so he needs a tire advantage yeah Um, probably lap 28 Checo came into the pits and went on the hards and he came out ahead of Carlos yeah at that point Russell was in second but he Mm -hmm. still had pit again yeah uh he came in lap 30 and he went medium to hards and then I just said Paul the resta Paul the resta so I think he might have said something. He might have said something. It's a good, good assumption. Max came in on lap 31. Uh, he basically had a free stop. I think he did have a free stop. And he went medium to medium. Yep. Ferrari told Carlos to try his best. Yeah. That's great advice. Yep. He's like, I'm trying so hard. Yeah. His car is so slow. It's like, uh, thanks, I already knew that that's what I needed to do, but okay. <laughs> thanks for the encouragement. Oh, did you hear about how Mick apparently had like fluids leaking in his cockpit? Of course not. And they never fixed the sensor that was broken for him during practice on Saturday. Sabotage. Sabotage. It's totally sabotage. No, and then he like came in at the end of the race and he was like, my butt's on fire. Like, it's so hot. Um, Just when I was about to say that Charles almost has a free stop, I think there was 18 seconds between him and Fernando at that point. Um, Carlos asked what would happen if they stopped. And they told him they'd come out behind Russell and like stay there. 
And then people were like, when he come out behind Charles? I'm like, probably, but who cares? Um, also, let me reiterate, Charles almost had a free stop. Yes. Lap 39. <laughs> I said, hello, L. McLaren says it's too late for plan G. Make yeah. this work. My dad what? and I looked at each other and we were just like, oh, dear God, what's going on over there? What's plan G? Yeah, it's plan just go go fast I, I don't know uh, how how do you remember all the plants like i can get through e oh i know how do you remember We're f G. i can remember like three but then after that like no you just need to tell me what i need to do uh also around this time my dad said let's have something fun happen like max's engine blows up it only Which. works when he does it to charles yeah or if he's watching live if he's not watching live it doesn't count I still think it does. Better yet, don't watch live anymore <laughs> so we can protect Charles from an engine blow up. Um, lap 40. blow up in Hungary. <laughs> lap 40. I, I started watching a video of a dog fighting broccoli. Perfect. It was cute. Love that. Lewis refused to go to the, the medical yeah. tent lounge what's it called medical center center <laughs> lounge it probably is like a lounge uh, and so he got warned yes oh hmm. ferrari pit charles two laps to go for fun he almost yeah. had that free stop almost charles comes out like barely ahead of fernando and then uh-huh. fernando passes charles because his tires are warm of course and he had the toe Mm-hmm. so it was like wh- <laughs> why why are we doing this obviously they're trying to go for the fastest lap but yeah apparently i didn't hear this because i wasn't listening to his radio the whole time but people were saying that they were asking charles if he wanted to pit for the fastest lap and he said no it's not worth it i heard it yep i saw a video of it fun yep they did and it he had they to want it like basically they were trying to get an extra point and just based on Alonzo passing him, even if he got the fastest lap point, he would have been what? He would have lost a point. Two points, but he got past Fernando. Yeah, but then... Quickly, but they they probably thought, well, if Fernando does pass him, he can get past him quick, but then you still have to get the fastest lap with a car, like yep. trying to pass a car. So yep. he pa- he did end up passing Fernando on the last lap. The last lap, he did not get the fastest lap. And then he was noted for speeding in the pit lane. Yep. And given a five-second penalty, lost his position, finished sixth. And apparently, uh, Charles found out about his penalty from the like, French interview. Oh. And he was like, they were like, you were penalized or whatever. And he said, why was I punished? <sighs> <laughs> like speeding in the pit lane he was like oh they didn't tell me oh and it was by <gasps> a single kilometer per hour oh i didn't see that lovely yeah yep and it was because you know why the no. sensor for that whole i don't know for whatever they do for the pit lane oh was burnt because of the, the tear off yes i did hear that max 
We're just like Max purposefully did that. He should be kicked out of the championship. He should be arrested. Oh, he tried to kill Charles. Criminal proceedings, murder. Okay, that's one direction to go. <laughs> I'm sure there's people out there saying that. Yes. Uh, yeah. I saw someone say the torment is relentless. <laughs> about it Ferrari kind of is yeah as a Ferrari fan it's painful okay yeah. I have like a I took a couple breaths and was like all right whose fault is this uh-huh <laughs> my annual like post-race Ferrari whose fault is this I don't think it's that bad <laughs> it's definitely not as bad as people are saying uh I they're trying they're just wrong um the only weird thing I think the race was the pitting for the fast lap but yeah I mean they're trying just wrong like I wouldn't have pit him for a fast lap unless he had like 25 seconds oh yeah a gap and he had maybe 20 yeah um if so that was bad I think the biggest problem was the pace and I wonder how much of that is the porpoising directive Mm. they had to lift their floor okay I heard something about the porpoising directive and that it didn't it basically had no effect on this race because of the of the bumpiness of the track all of the cars they all have to lift them up a decent amount so that's I saw someone say that basically it didn't have an effect this race it'll be next weekend that we'll be more likely to see what the deal is yeah also they both carlos and charles just seem to be like confused by red bull's pace yeah red bull's cheating (laughs) they have an illegal engine and they need to be investigated they said i saw something and it was like somehow adrian newey figured out how to build a legal rocket (laughs) whatever so yeah i don't think it was a huge strategy issue i actually think they did pretty good yeah obviously the tear-off really ruined charles even so post-race he didn't say anything on the radio he just said like effing tear-off or something yeah because that's what ruined his race he had to he got all the way up to ninth and then he had to pit and went all the way to the back again yeah and then his pit strategy was off but Mm -hmm. I don't know and i think so ferrari have been mattia and stuff they've always they they keep saying like we're it's not a strategy issue we're not that bad people need to calm down and i think he's right in in terms of people need to calm down because they're yes. like blowing it way out of proportion and saying like you're such a terrible you, you do everything terrible and it's bad and mattia's uh-huh. like we don't do everything terrible they must be wrong <laughs> So I think people should shift and be like, oh my God, you guys are so great. You're doing everything right. And then maybe they'd be like, that doesn't, do you remember when we, yeah. <laughs> remember when we double stacked Charles and Monaco? That was yeah, a bad sure. idea. Yeah. So collectively, everyone, everyone is listening, go tell Ferrari they're doing a great job. Yes. And we'll fix it. Yeah. I want them to do well, just to at least, I don't make it interesting yeah 
because it's just eh. it's <laughs> I don't know it's like it's fun to see your favorite driver leading the championship but also I don't want him to wrap it up like five races early because at this point that's what might happen mm-hmm. Charles lost second in the championship too <laughs> yeah I'm trying to see how many points I think it's a lot it's like 80. well I wanted to see how many points is between Mercedes and Ferrari oh it's close Ferrari has 357 Mercedes has 316 oh they maybe because Lewis didn't finish today it was it was close before this race yeah it was last time it was Ferrari 334 Mercedes 304 30 points yeah that's close does it matter no (laughs) okay I have to think about Monza because I have to I pray that they don't do this to me Monza I'm not even asking for a win because let's be honest (laughs) highly unlikely uh i just want to fuck up free weekends yeah that would and that, be nice that's also might be too so you're willing to have zanvort be a disaster i would be willing to have zanvort be a disaster if charles could win in monza okay at this point maybe even just podium because it's been so long <laughs> austria yeah yeah and before that it was so long and it yeah. would be monza if he won in Monza, this whole season would be fine for me. S- predictions? What do we do next? Predictions? Uh, oh, hang on. I found a few things that I just wrote. Oh, one. Well, just a thought I had was like, how the heck did both McLarens get beat by Pierre, who doesn't have a great car at the moment, and started in the pit lane? How did that happen? I don't know. That was it. That was the thought. Spa. But it also means that the Alpha Tower is faster than the McLaren, which is weird. Yeah. Given that the uh, season's going. Final classifications or for the race. Oh, right. Perez first. Whoa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know where that came from. Verstappen first. Perez second. Sainz third, Russell fourth, Alonso fifth, Leclerc sixth, Ocon seventh, Vettel eighth, Gasly ninth, Albon tenth. He scored a point. That's fun. Stroll eleventh. Yeah. You're like, I don't care about Alonso or Albon. I forgot he care. existed. Yeah. Uh, Norris twelfth, Sunoda thirteenth, Joe fourteenth, Ricardo fifteenth, Magnussen sixteenth, Schumacher seventeenth, Latifi eighteenth, and then Bottas and Hamilton did not finish. I'd rather have Latifi than Albon but Latifi no. does things like lose it and ruin spin across the track and ruin the birthday boy's race and uh, ruins Michael Massey's life yeah that's true um, yeah but that's exciting <laughs> to ruin you, someone's life you never know what's gonna happen with Latifi <laughs> uh, um awards predictions oh okay <clears throat> predictions for predictions i think we forgot to ever mention them on the podcast yeah do them so we made them over text on friday night so we both said max Max pole. pole we got that correct my podium 
I said Hamilton, Russell, Verstappen. Got none of that right. You said Perez, Leclerc, Verstappen. So you got one point. Ooh, I should have put uh, Max second so I'd have both of those, but I didn't think about it. Yeah. Uh, and then we both said Verstappen fast lap when it was Verstappen sure. fast lap. Points wise, if my calculations are correct, which they might not be, you have 55 points and I have 58. Cool. <laughs> um, point awards. I didn't write them down, but I can go off of vibes. Okay. Uh, so, you need to calm down. With? You need to calm down. First one that came helmet, to mind. Helmet Marco. He said something about Perez being South American. And <laughs> I was just like. He's North American, sir. I was just like, that is not correct. And then what I loved, which maybe this is, maybe I should give the Petty Award to Perez because in their post-race picture, he was wearing a ginormous sombrero, which just feels like a little bit of like a little like, excuse me, sir. So that's your, you need to calm down. It's just that he said he was South American. Yeah, I don't know. I couldn't really think of anything better. Mine was Otmar because it's just been a lot. Yeah. Like, I don't know how many times you can say, I guess it might've only been once, but it's been thrown around that Oscar, he feels like he should have more integrity, which may be true, but um, yeah, he's been talking a lot this weekend about the sit. He's just, I don't know why they were trying to be pushing Oscar to drive for them next year. Yeah. Cause it's going to be bad. Like the vibes are going to be bad. Yep. And you don't why? want that. You don't like, want that. Like uh the same things happening on Leicester City. There's this guy who really wants to go to Chelsea and Chelsea really wants him. And Chelsea's like not offering enough for Leicester to rationalize giving him away yet. But this dude has stopped showing up to trainings. He's going to like their under 23-year-old team's trainings and like is asking to not play he just like doesn't want to be there and so all lesser fans are like yeah we want him gone we don't want you driving not driving for us we don't (laughs) want you playing for us like leave but we want to make sure that we get what we should get for you Mm -hmm. so yeah Uh, why would why would they want oscar it seems like their best scenario moving forward would be to start investing in jack yeah because he also has a name like that's a great person for them to like to be and it crosses Orlando bridges, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It crosses and bridges of MotoGP fans. Just have someone in there for like a year. Um, yeah. But I'll take Felipe, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or Daniel. Or Mick. Yeah. I would love to have Mick at Alpine. Although I, just I don't like, know. I don't think Mick's best, like, cause of action would be to go somewhere that's a filler for a year. True. But what... What else is Where he else? supposed to do if exactly. decides to get rid of him? Because I don't want him out of the sport, so I need him in a seat. Exactly. I just don't... I don't think Gunther would get rid of him unless Mick left the Driver Academy. Is it up to Mick to decide, or will Ferrari, could Ferrari be like, we don't want you anymore? I mean, they could, but would they? Uh, I don't think they would. And I've basically heard, like, his contract ends at the end of this season, and he mm-hmm. doesn't want to resign or like that's where he's leaning where would he go williams 
I guess. Logan's dropped off lately, but yeah. Only because he's a rookie, they could, but that's even like a holding. Yeah. I don't know. We need another team. Andretti, where you at? I'm angry about it. Just let him in. <laughs> don't make him wait. Okay. A uh, wholesome moment. For some reason, I'm feeling uh, Lewis saying, at least now I know how he feels about me. That doesn't feel super wholesome. It's but... wholesome, but it's like he's acknowledging a relationship. Yeah. Uh, mine was, there was like this video before they did the driver's parade. And like all the drivers are standing around talking to each other. And Daniel's like sitting off by himself. And like, he, it was really sad looking. He's like far away and sitting against the wall by himself listening to his music. Um, and then before the anthem, like it was like sitting up against the wall. He had a little like group of guys sitting with him. And I was like, oh, they went and sat with him. So it was like Alex, George, Daniel, Mick. I think Ocon was over there and someone else was over there at some point too. I was like, okay, that's good. He has friends. Um, dumpster fire I said the tear off I was gonna say the tear off too <laughs> cool <laughs> screw that thing yes um, gold star you tried um, I said Ferrari strategists with the fastest lap attempt do they deserve a gold star for the gold star I, they tried. tried gold star they tried Mm-hmm. Who? Lewis? <laughs> he tried to get past Fernando. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Um. Is that it? Now it's just All Star of the Weekend. All Star. Hey, now you're the All Star of the Weekend. Hey. I don't. Nice. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I'm happy for you. Felipe. <laughs> if it had to be a Formula One driver, we it's made... hard not to say Max. Yeah, but we made like oh I know something oh, whack know. an all-star of the week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A couple weeks ago. Uh Paul DeResta was the all-star week of the weekend in France. Oh. Yeah, because I just went to go look at the awards and I was in France and it was Paul DeResta. Anyway, Felipe Dragovich. Oh. All-star of the weekend. All-star of the season. (laughs) Of the F1 season. Okay. Okay. The predictions for Zandvoort, I guess? Uh, I need to do some research. research. Yeah, I don't have anything either. Zandvoort. Who got pole? I know Max won, but did he get pole? Last year? Yeah, he did. I hate that. I hate that he won in at his home the, race in the Netherlands. Oh, we kind of need him to win because he's our last hope. Oh, well, I guess yeah. Checo can win in Mexico. Yeah, Willie. Uh, the rate Max is going right now, it's not likely. But tomorrow, or not tomorrow, next weekend's likely for Max. So, I suppose we kind of. Well, I'll do it, or will I jinx it? No, we should be good with what what are you talking about what what are you talking you're just talking out loud or i'm processing my decision 
Okay. The circuit's been described as really quick, pretty insane, crazy, and old school. Who said that? <laughs> uh, words used by the current crop of F1 drivers. Oh. <laughs> All right. We'd also add undulating. Okay. Sandwort track swoops and flows through the sand dunes, creating a roller coaster like feel to the lap. And while the circuit was modernized in time for F1's most recent return, including increasing the banking angle at the famous Tarzan Corner, I think it was called the Tarzan Corner, to an Indianapolis motor speedway trumping 18 degrees, Zandvoort remains a proper challenging driver's track. It didn't tell me anything about the track. I love the way you were reading that, though. It, it, I loved it. Good. Yeah, it didn't tell me anything about the turn. I think it's hard to overtake. Yeah. Pre this regulations. Will it still be? I don't know. I don't care. I'm going the same. I'm going to say Max Paul because he's at home. I'm going to say Max fastest lap. I'm going to say Max is going to win. Let's go check out second, rest. Charles third. Okay. Uh, oh, I can't type. Uh, you said what? Will Checo your... take an engine penalty? Oh, is that a possibility? It could be, right? I think Zandvoort's the last race for them to take, implement new parts, right? Oh, I don't, I didn't know that. You said for your podium, Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez? Yeah, let's go Verstappen, Leclerc, Perez. Okay. Just in case Checo doesn't. Okay. I did, I did Leclerc for pole. Okay. Just because he needs it. He does need it, but. Uh, Verstappen, Leclerc, signs is my podium. And fast lap, I put Leclerc. Okay. Can't wait. So, yep. <sighs> Can't wait to not sleep in a week. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Yeah. Is that it? I think that's it. Cool. Uh, thanks for listening to my breakdown every week <laughs> everyone don't forget to tell Ferrari they're doing a great job yes email them not us yeah but if you want to email us you can email us at doublewavedyellows at gmail.com yeah you can cc us yes and, oh please do actually I would love to see those emails <laughs> uh, also check us out on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Tumblr at doublewavepod back on the posting game I'm like way better at posting during work because I actually like have a routine about it and I like yeah that's it, interesting it works better I'm way less good at editing when I'm in school. for me it's yeah it's just I have routines and so I'm like okay as soon as I wake up in the morning I post and then as soon as I get home if there's like two posts in a day I'll post something else if there's three posts then I'll do that plus one like before I go to sleep it works and I'm better at like keeping checklists during the school year, which also helps me keep track of what I need to post. So hopefully this week we'll also have an out of context post. Hopefully I'll be on top of things enough for that. Yeah. I also totally meant to do a new engine update, like parts. Uh, yeah. So maybe well, we'll do that midweek. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Does everyone go watch F2? Yeah. And bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay racy.